Back, baby. Welcome back. It has been like two and a half months since our last episode. It is March, March 29th. God damn. Okay, welcome back. So this is episode 134 of Bleezy Listening. I took a little hiatus because I have an eight-month-old boy and an almost three-year-old boy and a job and a wife, and I'm going to school. So I don't think I have to say any more. But I really enjoy doing the podcast, and I want to keep it going, and Bleezy Listening will never die. Um it will only get stronger. So I am pleased to announce that I'm going to try to do it once a week again. Um, oddly enough, it's Wednesday or it was Wednesday. Now it's Thursday. I'm probably going. No, no, no. Wait. It was Tuesday. Now it's Wednesday. I'm probably going to try to do them on Sundays. But whatever. Anyways, let's kick it off. So. uh one of the reasons I wanted to do one tonight, even though it took me like a fucking hour to put this shit together, I, f- I forgot like how to put it together. And as far as the recording, like equipment and I got some new equipment. So I wanted to test that out, but it's like, I started at midnight and it is now one fourteen AM. So anyways, whatever. I still have the energy. It's like, sometimes I have energy to do it. Sometimes I don't. That's why it's hard to do it like once a week, but it's the only way to really have an, any kind of a like, you know, serious show is to have a schedule. So I'm going to try to do that. But anyways, this story that I saw today or I was hearing about, it's um it's called the Chips Act, the Chips Act, which was passed in the past last year with bipartisan support, meaning it was passed by the Democrats and the Republicans uh it was a law that gave 52 billion dollars to the tech industry to try to make semiconductors for microchips and shit i don't i have no idea but it had something to do with like trying to compete with china and it was another one of these fucking money laundering schemes it's coming out now so that that bill was passed last year and now it's like the Washington Post is saying that it's uh, clear that the Chips and Science Act, which includes a $52 billion splurge for the semi- semiconductor industry, 
is unlikely to work as intended. In fact, its looming failure is a microcosm of all that's wrong with America's corrupt approach to building things. And I would say that it is its looming failure is a microcosm of all that's wrong with America's fucking corrupt ass way of just operation right now. Obviously that got money laundered like $52 billion is so much money. And it's just like, it went into this like project for tech to like try to develop new shit. I I have no idea, but as always, as with the money that went to Ukraine, as with, I think this is just part of a bigger bill of like 500 billion or some ridiculous amount. Like it's like obscene how much money the government like dude banks are failing people are shitting on the street in la at least um like that's not even homeless people i i swear to god it's like just like regular people are just now shitting on the street it doesn't even fucking matter anymore like it is so corrupt the people that run the shit is so corrupt that like everybody else is just like fuck it why are we gonna like follow any rules there are no rules anymore like the the rich people are just going to build walls around themselves and hire their own private police. And the rest of us are going to have to fend for ourselves with the scraps and the crumbs that these fucking elites like leave behind. You know, they don't even throw us. It's like they drop them accidentally and we, we scramble to pick them up. Like that's the economy right now. It's fucking ridiculous. The shit is ridiculous. Anyways. Yeah. $52 billion. So I wanted to see like, how much it would cost to um how much would it how much money would it cost to end homelessness for example just one of our many problems that we got right now and according to google um it's referencing a new assessment from researchers at two nonprofits the total would come out to roughly 8.1 billion dollars annually over the next 12 years so let's see 8.1 times 12 97 okay so 97 billion dollars that's to absolutely completely end homelessness in the whole country okay 100 billion dollars uh i think right whatever either way it just, all i'm saying is like the money's not going to that or anything else that would help like student debt or healthcare or anything the infrastructure dude after the rains in la this past rains and the ones that are about to come the roads are like fucking like medieval like pothole fucking cobblestone roads i swear to god like if you drive over 50 miles an hour or whatever like i guess over 30 miles an hour on the surface streets you're gonna get a flat tire for sure um I don't know. It's it's like I said, like it's like I'm witnessing the downfall of society, but it's 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 like rapidly increasing. Um so it's kind of weird to watch. And as that's going on, it's like the government, these senators and shit like are laundering money like right in front of our faces and insider trading like it's I think they're scrambling too cuz they're like holy shit, I can't believe they're letting us do this. Like we got to get it while the getting's good, you know? Like this is motherfucking crazy. So yeah, that was the Chips Act. I don't remember voting for that, by the way. So 
but it was also the Republicans and the Democrats. So it just goes to show you that it doesn't even fucking matter. Like each one of those, the Democrats, I remember like my dad, my parents were Democrat or are Democrats. My dad was when he was alive. And like, I think that they think that the party was one that represented the people. And maybe at one time it did, I guess. I don't know. It certainly doesn't now, but I, and I don't even know much about the Republican party other than like, it seems just as fucking psycho to me. So it's like absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And the people it's like, it's like a combination of the people that are going into it usually are going into it for, you know, not the best reasons usually. And also like, once you get into it, it's like, and you get a taste of that power, like it's over, man. I don't know. It's, it's insane but it's what we have to deal with. So that is going on. So yeah, don't have any illusions that the government or anybody else is going to help or save you or anything like that, because it's only going to get worse. I mean, they're saying, okay, like I was looking into uh, how much would it cost to just give everybody free healthcare? Absolutely free. I mean, I think that even includes like fucking illegal, just everybody in America. How much would it cost to give them free healthcare? It's something like 30 trillion where you're like, okay, well at first you're like, that seems like, and that's, I can understand why we don't have that. But like, then when you take into account the fact that on the day before nine 11 on September 10th, 2001, the then U.S. Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld disclosed, Donald Rumsfeld disclosed that his department was unable to account for roughly $2.3 trillion. Let me say that again. So Donald Rumsfeld, who was part of the Bush-Cheney clan and who many people think orchestrated 9-11 or at least had part uh, knowledge of it and then, like, you know, benefited off it, Donald Rumsfeld was the secretary of defense and he's testifying before Congress. And he's like, listen, I know this looks bad, but we, there was two about roughly $2.3 trillion. And when they say roughly, what is that? Like give or take a billion. I'm like, anyways, they're like roughly around, it's around 2.3 trill that we, uh, we don't know where it is. Um, and they're like, what? uh like is that put us at a defense risk and they're like oh no 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 we're good we're good i just we don't you know we're not you know we're not we're not tasked with like keeping track of money you know we're trying to defend the united states the next day what happens september 11th and oddly enough like the records of the Pen- pentagon got smashed and destroyed so i mean it's obvious what's going on like either way you look at it even if you don't believe in conspiracy theories you got to say like things like 9-11 and covid these people take advantage of the government like the elites dude covid facilitated one of the most like obscene up upward transferences of wealth like the money from the people to like from a lot of people, a little bit, like, okay, like, most of the people's money, like, people made money during, during COVID, just like the Iraq war, 
just like fucking World War II. There was people out there profiting, you know, making a lot of money, shit tons of money, when the rest of us are all worried about something else. It's a distraction, you know? I don't know. It's like, it's getting old. It's like all cliche at this point. You're like, what the fuck? And then, okay, so then that's that's half the, the thing. You got to, first of all, you got a goal as an elite or whatever. You're like, all right, I got to get some money from these people legally. So, or, or illegally, whatever. It doesn't matter. But as much money as I can get from the fucking people. So you go to your representative, your local representative, and you're like, hey, Senator, um, I got a lot of money I can give you if you fucking vote my way. And I will give you as much money as you want. And so then the senator's like, okay. Um, this is why I became a senator, you know? And anyway, so then the the rich guy's like, okay, cool. So then he's got a senator in his pocket and like, he's like, I don't know, say he's like a tech dude. He's like, hey, we need fucking a hundred billion to compete with China, which by the way, I think we've all seen China's recent tech fucking high-tech balloons that they're sending over Montana, but I don't think, I mean, it seems like our tech is at least comparable to theirs, but I don't know. I could be missing something. I think I'm missing a lot, but honestly, then they get like, they get stories like this where it's like, okay, so then there's, there's gotta be a distraction running at the same time though, because or multiple distractions to get people to fight. It's that whole divide and conquer art of war thing where it's like, if you're getting people to fight all the time, then they're not going to come together and realize they're being screwed. Um, or at least they're not going to have time to, because, you know, number one, they're being screwed. So number two, they, they're fighting with each other over shit like this. Now, listen, this was published on March 24th. This story by the vigilant citizen, this, uh, news post that I like the vigilant citizen. Anyways, uh, NHL players who refuse to wear pride jerseys are facing authoritarian media backlash. Some NHL players refuse to wear rainbow flag jerseys on their bodies, citing their religious beliefs. And every time mass media pundits engaged in all out character assassination towards these players, Here's a look at the situation that's taking authoritarian turn. All right, before I keep reading, I just want to say, like, it's hilarious to me. This shit is this shit is fucking hilarious to me. Like, you got hockey, right? These guys are getting paid to play a game. Now, I get it. It's tough. They're tough guys, you know? Probably the toughest, other than, like, football. Maybe even tougher, arguably. Um, it's great. They're known for, like, being the most masculine dudes right so they're being forced i guess i don't know i'm gonna re i haven't read this yet but like they're being forced to wear rainbow jerseys which dude if i was getting played if i was getting paid i don't even know how much they get paid the average nhl player but like i'm guessing it's a reasonable living like if i was getting paid to as a career to fucking play a game i would wear whatever i would wear a fucking like figure skating outfit if they wanted me to like i don't i don't know what the problem is here but like these dudes are like citing that their religion probably it's like they're probably like in the locker room like i'm not gonna wear any of this queer shit like what the fuck like what's the what's even the point and you can't blame them for for thinking like that because like what is the point like what is the purpose of a flag even like 
to declare like put it put it this way it's like the what's the like the reason there's an obvious reason why people don't like nazi flag the swastika flag or like even the the uh confederate flag you know because it is a symbol and it symbolizes an idea the gay pride flag the what does it symbolize like gay gay love like okay cool but like what does that have to do with hockey you know what i mean like i don't if anything you could fly it outside the building and be like hey you know gays are welcome but do you even have to do that like doesn't it seem like if you want to include everybody then you would you would just treat them like everybody else like you're not going to wave the fucking Jewish flag and 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 like Antifa flag and like everybody's flag. You're going to be waving a thousand fucking flags if you're going to be like everybody whose flag you see can come in. It's like, dude, it it doesn't really make any sense to me, but I can see why the dudes don't want to wear it, I guess. Even though I think that's even silly. I'd just be like, whatever. Honestly, I'd be like, this shit looks dope fucking don't even look at it like it's a rainbow just look at it like like it's gay pride just look at it like a rainbow like it's dope it's fucking dope colors but i don't know man this is ridiculous because you know what it does i don't even know if it it makes people fight anymore i think people are starting to get a little bit wise to it like uh i don't know anyways let's just read a little bit of this There's something deeply unhealthy happening in the National Hockey League this year. Week after week, a different NHL team hosts a Pride Night to celebrate the LGBTQA plus community. And week after week, a new controversy emerges where a player is betrayed by the mass media. Oh, no, berated by mass media for not complying. As the controversies pile up, this is a bizarre authoritarian pattern emerging where players must either submit to or be shamed by mass media for days on end the main problem of these pride nights all players from the home team are required to skate around while wearing rainbow flag jerseys during warm-up and or games by forcing players to be draped in the pride flag on jerseys that bear their last name these celebrations turned into some kind of authoritarian pledge of allegiance and those who refuse to wear these jerseys are suffering authoritarian consequences character assassination from elite sponsored media okay i don't know about all that i guess that see that's the thing that even if it's not you get conspiracy-minded people thinking this kind of shit it's like don't don't force people to like have i don't know bill burr has a good bit on it about like the breast cancer pink every like pink gloves and stuff that nfl has to wear for like breast cancer month and stuff how it's just like demasculates them because nobody like the people that aren't big strong aggressive males don't like that energy or they're not easy or they're not comfortable with it so they want to try to down it or something downplay it and demasculate demasculate i don't i don't know it's a theory i don't know if i hold that theory but um did you know that communist china engaged in similar tactics okay okay i mean honestly though like there is a point to be taken about like the fact that there are communists there is fucking communism is alive and well today in certain countries and it's like kind of scary you know i don't i know i wouldn't want to live like that so you know even though i feel i do truly feel like we are in a decline as a country right now i'd rather live here i'd rather be fucking alive here um you know than in some some communist country but then again i 
I've never been. You know, maybe Cuba's nice. I have no idea. Uh, okay, let's see what Pravorov himself has to say about it. Some some hockey player. He's like, I respect everybody and I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to comment on that. If you have any hockey questions, I'll answer those. Um, <laughs> that's pretty funny. And so then the article goes on to say that the journalists uh, went on to be like, okay, this is uh, some journalist, I guess. Some blue check mark on Twitter said, let me get this straight. You have a player that openly declines to participate in an inclusive initiative for a community I am proud to be a part of, and you still dress him in the game? Be better. I don't even know why I put that voice on, but it just, just reading that paragraph made me talk like that. It's, it's like a character. I, I don't know. Like it's fucking hilarious to me. And it's like, I don't even think that's real. I don't even think whoever wrote that, whatever. I mean, I think the hockey player's like response is a hundred percent legit. If you like, you know, if you're going to, you can't force me to respect something. If you're not going to respect my, my wish, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, what the fuck, what are we doing here? You know? Um, the article calls Provo Rob's choice of not wearing the pride Jersey, a show of defiance. That's the kind of headline one can read in communist China. Ivan Provo Rob's refusal to wear a pride Jersey is disrespectful. That's what, I don't know. Whatever. Um, even Flyers Nation, I guess he's part of the Philadelphia Flyers, an officially credentialed media outlet of the Philadelphia Flyers, published an article attacking Provorov, who is a flyer. While the media attempted to destroy him, people who actually mattered showed support. For instance, Flyers coach John Tortorella stated that he respected Provo. Rob for saying staying true to himself. Furthermore, Provo Rob, I can't. I'm not even gonna say it. I'm just gonna say P. P's jersey, the real one, not the rainbow one, quickly sold out after the controversy. That's hilarious. Um, in the weeks that followed, some NHL teams, such as the New York Rangers and the Minnesota Wild, canceled Pride Night, probably because several players did not want to do it. Probably, yeah. I'm glad that one. P Provo Rob dude did stand up because then all of a sudden now he looks dope. He looks like the man uh, of men, you know, he men amongst men. And then the other dudes are like, well, I want to be like that guy. And so then all the teams are like, okay, well, we're not going to fucking, you know, stop hockey be over this. So, you know, let's pull it back. But anyways, more recently, the Chicago Blackhawks canceled Pride Night by citing a specific reason. It puts its Russian players at risk due to Putin's anti-LGBT propaganda laws. That's interesting. They're like, hey, we can't. We got Russian players over here. We can't be having them dressed like fucking queers. It, their president will fucking kill them if we have them wear this jersey. What the fuck? Uh, all right. I don't know. It goes on. This article goes on, but like, I'm not even like this. This is the kind of shit that's like a waste of everybody's time. Everybody's time. Hockey is supposed to be a fucking pastime. It literally is supposed to be one of the, I get, I get it. I get it now. It is one of their distractions and they're just using it on the, they're doubling down on the distractions. They're like, not only are we going to distract them during the game, but 
before and fucking after the game too with all this bullshit like it's dude these spin doctors are fucking genius these media manipulators i it's on a, it's next level dude i honestly like i gotta respect i would respect if it wasn't so fucking heinously evil but what are you gonna do Okay, so next story is from the LA Taco page on Instagram. A union for LAPD officers says they will ask a judge to take down Watch the Watchers, a website that includes the photos of all sworn LAPD officers, including undercover officers. A representative for the LAPD union told Kate Cagle of Spectrum News, interesting last name, one that individual officers should have been able to challenge the release of documents in court. Wait, what? A representative for their union told Kate Cagle of Spectrum News One. Oh, Spectrum News One, that individual officers should have been able to challenge the release of documents in court. The union is also suing to have the killercops.com website taken down, which is a website allegedly putting a bounty on LAPD officers' heads. Killercops.com. I think it's killercop.com. No S, actually, because I went on it. I went looking for it, and the dude swears up and down that it's not about killing cops, but it literally is killercop.com um somebody commented dorner would be proud and somebody else said <laughs> commented on that a true american hero chris dorner the guy the vigilante cop that went on a cop killing spree and then ended up in big bear where his house got burned to the ground with him in it that guy is like a fucking hood hero now like a, a martyr of sorts. Somebody else commented, Google LASD gangs, LA Sheriff's Department gangs. I even mentioned that in a previous episode, but apparently the LA Sheriff's Department has gangs within their ranks of people that compete to like see how many black people they can beat or kill or incarcerate like for fun. Um, it's like racist, violent gangs within the sheriff's department. So as that might seem like some kind of nightmare fucking movie to some, that's literally the people who are sworn to protect us in LA, a bunch of psychopaths. Um, that's why there is a need for websites like watch the watchers and unfortunately killercop.com. Now, Bleasy listening as a show, I actually am pro-cop in a weird way because, like, I know certain cops that are, like, good guys, and I know families of cops and stuff, so it's, like, I realize the need for cops, don't get me wrong, but, like, it goes along with the theme of power corrupting. It's, like, psychologically, when you put somebody in power of other people and they see the worst of the worst every day. Then they tend to see the worst of the worst in everybody. Like 
I don't know. It's it's a weird scenario, cops. Like, I don't know what the answer is, but man, fucking sheriff department gangs and killer cop websites are probably not the answer. Okay, so this is an interesting story. Uh, recently, some guy called the Perv Buster, or actually, I guess it's a couple guy I've called the Perv Busters, uh, Perv as in pervert, uh, were being interviewed on one of the No Jumper outlets, uh, not by the owner of No Jumper. The guy who created No Jumper, his name is Adam22. He's a white guy with a bunch of face tattoos that looks all crazy, and he is like, has he runs a fucking empire podcasting and basically media empire. Like no jumper has a flagship podcast and then a bunch of other ones. And I guess on one of the other ones, a subsidiary or whatever, uh, (laughs) one of his boys was talking to the perv busters. And I guess all of a sudden the, the topic of Adam 22, the actual you know, creator of No Jumper, of which the platform they were speaking on. So apparently this all stems from some incident that happened, I don't know, fucking years ago. He said it would happen when he was 23 or 21. And the girl was either 16 or 19. And she was Canadian. I don't know. What happened was he blogged at the time about it. He had a blog at the time and he wrote like, if statutory rape is wrong, then I don't want to be right. And like all this other crazy shit, like this girl, like is young, but come on, look at her, that kind of shit. And then he like deleted it later or whatever. Obviously he was trying to be all provocative and shit. And I mean, there's a thousand blogs out there. So maybe he was trying to be edgy and shit and have people read it. I mean, that kind of shit wasn't really on people's radar at the time, like pedophiles and stuff was known, but like, it wasn't like it is nowadays where everybody's like apparently hunting for them. But anyways, um, so this guy, Adam 22, now he has like a wife and shit. And like, I don't know, like I could see, him fucking around with some like slutty 16 year old girl from Canada. I don't know. Like, and then, but then like, okay, I could see that, but then why blog about it? That's where he's dumb. So I don't know. Honestly, he makes his money off of like telling stories about people like salacious stories like that. So you obviously like to fucking see something get told about him. You know, it just seems like a little bit of justice in a way. I don't know. I don't hate on him though, but I honestly like, this story is not even it's like the Chris D'Elia one where it's like okay yeah technically these are fucking kids and I think it's creepy as fuck but there's a big difference between I mean I guess 16 is fucking pretty young um for a 21 year old or 23 year old I don't know it all just seems weird to me but like the age of consent is 16 and like some states in the U.S. and in Canada I guess I don't even know but like instead of like getting mad at these states for upholding these archaic laws or whatever they are, then they, people get mad at the guys that are trying to fucking hook up with these chicks. I don't know. I mean, dudes wanting to hook up with really young chicks is something that's been happening for a long time. I mean, read a history book, you know, like, uh, I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying like, I don't know. Like it, 
it's so weird. It's just so weird. This fucking. I wouldn't even do it, but this again, it's not like he's like 39 hooking up with a 16 year old. He was like 21. Internet, I don't know. It was weird. I <clears throat> I don't even fucking listen to that shit. Anyways, I used to follow No Jumper, but they would put run stories like little kids dying and shit. I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking have that on my feed, you know. I don't want anything that's gonna make me upset. I mean, I don't know. I get upset all the time just by hearing anything really news nowadays. So it's kind of a it's kind of in vain. But anyways, okay, so yeah, Adam 22. Also, the dude, one of the co-creators of Rick and Morty, let me pull this up right now, um, just got canceled and he got dropped from his Rick and Morty. I don't think they're going to make that anymore. And um, here, let me look it up. Yeah, so this is a weird one. Rick and Morty's creator cleared of domestic violence charges. This was a couple days ago. In January, news broke out that Justin Roiland, co-creator of a famous adult animated sitcom you may know about, Rick and Morty, was facing potential jail time due to felony charges for domestic battery and false imprisonment. It's like some fucking Rick James shit. Rick James and no chains and whips. Okay, uh, following the report, Rick and Morty's network, Adult Swim, cut ties with Roiland, citing the charges as the reason. A few days after Adult Swim's decision, Hulu also released him from the television series Koala Man and Solar Opposites that he was engaged in. In the latest development, the writer and animator is officially a free man. The Orange County District Attorney's Office is dropping all charges against him. It's uncertain if Adult Swim and Hulu are taking the producer back. The joke is that, like, the fucking district attorney is just a giant Rick and Morty fan, and he just wants to see season fucking nine or whatever. No, really, like, I I would love to know what the fuck went down. I don't think there's any uh, details about the false imprisonment or beating or whatever, but that seems crazy. That's, like... I don't understand. These guys are so fucking popular, like in celebrities and they do the wildest shit. Like, I don't know. Or maybe just somebody just like was crying wolf, but either way, like, it seems like, I don't know, maybe, maybe more details will emerge, but something tells me that dude's a weirdo. I mean, look at the fucking cartoons. They're like crazy. And I don't know. Stay tuned for further developments in that in that case. Anyways, I got one more thing I want to touch on because it's getting really late now for me. I've had to go in and out a couple times to my house already because of illnesses. My kids, dude, they're like I I don't know, like if one is healthy, the other one's sick and if the, and vice versa and then if like both of them are healthy for too long, I'm like holy shit, I get all nervous cuz I know for a fact another wave of sickness is going to come through. It's, it's like biblical times over here. I'm ready to start like fucking praying to something. I don't know. Anyways. Okay. So this next one, this next one's a weird one. I really don't know how to feel about this. And I'm so intrigued 
Oh, and I think I'm going to run an experiment, but I don't even know. Okay, so I was listening to the fucking radio, of all things. Talk radio, FM talk radio. I think it was like 90.7 in Los Angeles. I don't know if it's a news station or what, but they seem to be some kind of fucking progressive news or whatever. Um, So this is on the radio, and they were doing a piece about this one doctor um, that was talking about she was talking about how like back in the day during slave days, like, I guess the, I guess, I guess I don't even know much about it, but up in like up in even until like the 1960s, like black people couldn't go to the doctor. And that makes sense for like slave days. Like, of course, like if you were actually like having slave fucking no rights and stuff, they, they couldn't go to the doctor and shit. So it's like they had their own remedies. And one of these remedies was taken a little bit of turpentine orally like sipping on some turpentine um to deal with internal parasites and i guess obviously the parasites don't like the fucking turp and they exit the body through like do you poop them out or whatever that's what this doctor was saying so anyways i was like turpentine like that shit is pretty strong like paint remover or whatever and apparently she was saying like take like i think she was saying take like a tablespoon a day or something like that or every uh, every three or four days you could take a tablespoon of it and it just keeps your system clean and i was like this is on the radio you know and you know i'm always skeptical anytime i hear anybody saying like some kind of cure-all you know and i'm sure it's not even a cure i'm sure like it's like anything else. Like you can clean out your engine and if you put a bunch of shit in it, it's still going to get all gunked up. So it's like, it's just another one thing to deal with. Like, uh, if it works, I mean, that's the thing. Like if it doesn't work, then you're just poisoning yourself a little bit, but dude. Okay. So then I'm like trying to Google it. And of course, like when you Google shit, especially with any, anything to do with like natural medicine or anything, you're going to get, um, the mainstream medicine news they're they're not about that shit i'm guessing because it's cheap easy to find and it works i don't know if it works or not though but the this is some article from some rag called the natural medicines trc natural medicines march 2019 so this has been this is an idea that's been around i mean come back resurged uh i guess a couple years ago pre-covid um or actually (laughs) march 2019 you know oh no it was march 2020 like oh yeah so this is a year before covid this fucking article comes out believe it or not turpentine oil is picking up steam as a cleansing agent for curing any disease this relatively new health craze is being promoted by healthcare professional jennifer daniels okay first of all she is a doctor, even though I think she got her shit stripped. But um, it says relatively new. In an interview, I was listening to her interview. She was talking about she got, she only found out about this shit because she was asking people that were like a hundred years old. So and they only knew about it from their parents. So this is a this is an old thing. Right away, you know that they're trying to skew this shit. Okay, so, um, and that's if you believe this doctor. She could be selling some fucking, you never know. I don't, I literally don't trust anybody. Just the fact that it's like, you know, a piece of information that I came across and like it's hotly debated and it seems fucking crazy. Like, 
dude, parasites are everywhere, especially now that everybody's talking about like the last of us and these fungal parasites and shit. And like, if you have a cat and they have a cat box in your house, apparently anybody who has a cat with a cat box has a certain type of parasite in their head and it makes you more fucking aggressive and shit or whatever. Dude, there's all kinds of parasites in the dirt. Like if you have kids, like, and then these parasites, I just know this from like, this is common. This is agreed upon knowledge that there are parasites in people and they reproduce like parasites only last like a couple days or whatever, or maybe a week or I don't know. Some of them, some of them last a long time, like worms and shit, tapeworms, but like certain parasites only last a little bit. So they have a bunch of babies. And then once they get used to your system, I don't know, like maybe they start taking over. Maybe they start making ideas and like decisions for you and shit. You have no idea. So this, this doctor is like, yeah, you got to get rid of these parasites like regularly. And the, and back in the day, apparently she was saying they used to do that. And, um, and I don't know, this article goes on to say that, uh, don't let the hype fool you. It's not safe. Turpentine oil comes from the resin of certain pine trees, pine. Most people know turpentine oil as an ingredient in paint thinner. Very small amounts are used for fragrance in over-the-counter chest rubs like Vicks VapoRub. There aren't any major safety concerns when it's applied to the skin in small amounts, but taken by mouth is another story. Taking turpentine oil by mouth can can be very dangerous. As little as 15 milliliters, about a tablespoon, can be lethal in children. Now, they said a tablespoon can be lethal in children they didn't cite any like like any time that ever happened or anything like that even so this doctor was saying that there's like some story about some kid a nine-year-old taking two tablespoons and dying from like a long time ago but she said she couldn't find anything to corroborate it it might have just been a made-up story you know and honestly would you put it past like a company that makes uh anti-fungal anti-parasitic like uh medication and shit like that if there's if they are doing all this research they have to pay all this money and then they make this thing and it costs all this money and they're going to charge a bunch of money and be millionaires and billionaires and then all all the while you could just take turpentine you know like they wouldn't i can understand why they'd want to suppress that knowledge but it might not be real this might not be real despite this oh and then it's, it goes on to say a half a cup can be lethal in adults but dude a half a cup of anything could be lethal a half a cup of tylenol is fucking lethal in adults so that doesn't mean anything i don't like how they're kind of trying to strew this skew this construe this thing um despite this some people take turpentine oil mixed with honey or sugar cubes for stomach and intestinal infections these are also are particularly alarming protocol that promotes turpentine oil for children with autism. The proponents of this protocol claim that autism is caused by parasites and that turpentine oil can cause these can cure these children. All right, I don't know about that. I don't know about all that because autistic children don't that, aren't they like aren't they born with autism? There some autism worm. There is no evidence that the turpentine oil is beneficial for treating infection. Furthermore, autism is a neurological disorder that is present at birth. Yeah, okay, I get that. It might just be throwing that in because they're, like, trying to skew. Make sure your patients know that regardless of what they may read in blogs or hear on podcasts, turpentine oil is not safe. It's okay. Make sure everybody knows that. 
In addition to these severe safety issues, there isn't any evidence that it actually works. Okay, well, there you go. There you have it from naturalmedicines.therapeuticresearch.com. I don't know. I'm intrigued, though. I'm intrigued. I'm like, now I'm thinking, what if there's a fucking fat worm in my gut and I and I want to get out I want to get it out um I don't know I just I did like a I did like a juice cleanse today just because I was thinking about all that bullshit I was like drink a bunch of beet juice and lemon and stuff trying to get my gut ready for some terp some terps <laughs> some turpine turpentine I I figure I'll do like I'll do a fucking half teaspoon. What the fuck? I've dude. I used to drink like a bottle of vodka and shit in a sitting. I think I can take a little turp, you know. But then again, I'm thinking about that. Like if I have if I do have parasites in my system, then they're they're you know they can take a lot of vodka and shit. So whatever. But actually, I haven't drank in a while. That's another thing I wanted to update the uh, the listeners on. Let me let me see what I'm at right now. Uh, 448 days a sober streak that is no alcohol and i don't do any other drugs other than weed i just smoke weed that's it and caffeine weed and coffee and honestly i've had to cut back on coffee a little bit because it was making it was giving me heartburn a little bit so i try to i only do like two cups a day one in the morning and one in the evening if if i need that you know i need the one in the morning um and it's weird because I can drink cold brew is a little bit better. Like if it's cold, like actual cold brew, like, you know, Starbucks, the one that comes in the glass with no, just black. It, that's not as harsh to me as like when I brew it myself. But so, yeah, caffeine, uh, I've been doing it. Weed, I still smoke a lot of. I don't know. It just seems to agree with me. You know, I don't know. I don't know what to say. There's no real negative other than the fact that like. I don't i wouldn't say i depend on it but like i do smoke it a lot i guess i don't know like but i could go without you know like i've gone days without it and not even like you know not 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 been a problem so but anyway so yeah 448 days without alcohol that i gotta say is the best thing one of the best things i've ever done i mean right now it's goddamn it's the fucking best thing i've ever done for my family and myself my health and stuff i'm happy i don't regret it at all and i would if anybody was ever like leaning towards it i'd say it's try it try to take a break if you were ever thinking about it if you want to if not that's cool honestly i know a lot of people that are fucking drink like normal and i didn't even know that there was a normal like i it's so weird like i fucking love i loved it obviously but i i just I never was comfortable just drinking a little bit. I could only drink a lot and that's it. If I was going to drink and I only had could drink a lot and dude, you can't, you get to an age where you're like, I can't do this. And you see people around you fucking struggling with it and shit. And you're like, God damn. I was just like, okay, I got, I'm, I'm out. I can't, I, I don't have any kind of like, uh, what do they call it? Like self-control. I do have self-control. I have control to not drink, but once I start drinking, I know it's it's over, right? So it's like, and it's not even worth it. It's not even fun. These last couple of times that that I got real drunk, I mean, like, you know, over 500 days ago or like almost 500 fucking days ago, I wasn't even having fun at all. And I was just like, okay, no fun. I feel like shit. This is dangerous. It's irresponsible. And, um, and it's it's time you know and i'm glad i did it and oh man oh 
it's uh, so great i feel so good but anyways yeah so if anybody was if anybody's struggling with that honestly i get it though it's like i come from a family that that has all kinds of fucking troubles with that drugs alcohol mostly alcohol honestly but what is alcohol other than a fucking strong ass drug you know so uh don't feel um ashamed or anything about it or embarrassed the only embarrassing thing is if you keep fucking like giving in to your addiction or whatever if you if you like if you can stand up to it anyway even not drinking or whatever for like a little bit it's fucking shows more courage or whatever you know what i mean and it's better you know it's better everybody knows it's better uh there are no health benefits there are no health benefits to alcohol even if you think it make me makes you less anxious it doesn't um then anyways i don't know i kind of have like a hate relationship with alcohol now i used to love it and now i hate it you know i'm bitter but whatever it's all good so that's going on and like i said i'm gonna I'm going to continue. I'm going to try to do it once a week. It's insane. I was barely able to do it tonight. Like, but I think I got a little system going now. Um, I'm going to get organized and then I'm just going to like jot shit down that I see during the week or articles that I see that are interesting. I'll try to save them and then I'll just talk about them at the end of the week or I guess technically the beginning of the new week and we'll see what's up. I'll, I'm going to try. I'm really going to try to do an hour a week. <laughs> and maybe even more like if i can get guests or like whatever you know but it is insanely hard in my schedule right now but i like it it's really fun and i mean stories like okay like this these stories like these would go by and i'd read them and i'm like oh man i just want to i want to mention that on the podcast i want to talk about it because like there's times now where like they're talking about stories that happen and i'm like oh shit i covered that already you know and i'm thinking I just want to stay up on it. I want to have a record of these fucking... Oh, okay. So I'll keep you guys updated on the turpentine, too. We'll see what's up with that. All right. Well, let's see what else. Shit, spit. 